Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short, about a 13-minute Bible study every single day, seven days a week, gets us into God's Word, and that helps us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps us to stay focused on our relationship with God, and thereby have a more spiritual and positive mindset to be able to deal with life every day. Help people in your life by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But help them, your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, literally everybody you can. Share these short studies with everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a wonderful blessing for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make up your mind and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can these short lessons. We're going to get back into our line of study and thought, talking about hopelessness and hope. And we're asking the question, are you ready to come out of hopelessness and into real hope? People are groping around for hope these days because we're living in a truly chaotic time. All kinds of negative things are happening, all kinds of negative emotions, and all kinds of negative uh, talk, reporting, focus in, in our culture, in our land, also around the world. But this is where we live, and we're really going through it here. Negative situations and experiences economically, Health-wise, the list goes on and on. And a whole lot of people are finding a lot of feelings of hopelessness. Well, are you ready to come out of hopelessness and into real hope? We read last time as we closed, Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 2, and we read verses 12 and 13. The Apostle Paul was speaking directly to those Gentile Christians in the congregation at Ephesus. Now, again, the reality of the religious world at that time, we're going back into ancient days, was far different than it is today, although what we see today has some relationship to that time back then. But back then, almost all of humanity did not even believe in God. They worshipped all kinds of images and statues and carvings and such called idols. The Gentiles were those people, generally speaking, who followed those kinds of religious beliefs and practices. They did not believe in God. In fact, for a great many of them, they did not even know about God. They worshipped idols. The Jews, on the other hand, they believed in God. They had the Old Testament promises, the Old Testament prophecies of the coming Savior, and they followed God. Now, they really struggled through their generations between real dedicated faithfulness and very weak and untrusting faith, but they believed in God. And so when you looked at how the scriptures classified humanity at that time, they spoke of the Jews and the Gentiles, rather than people of this nation or that nation and that nation over there. No, they just spoke of the Jews and the Gentiles. And in the Jewish mindset, that included all of humanity. There were the Jews and there were everybody else, and they were the Gentiles. Well, 
Paul is writing to Gentile Christians, Gentiles who had come to learn about Christ and come to believe in him as their savior and came to God through him as they were baptized into him for the remission of their sins. And he talks to them about how they had left a state of hopelessness and came into the only real hope that humanity has, and that is in Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 12, that at that time you are without Christ, being alienated, I'm sorry, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. We probably need to do a series of studies here on today's Bible class that deals with the reality that when you put God out of your, your mindset, out of your life, you're hopeless. You're living a life that is utterly hopeless. And the more that our country, our nation, our culture has pushed God out of its mindset, and that really is happening and has been happening for quite a while now, the more hopeless our culture is becoming and the more chaotic it is becoming. Well, again, we'll probably go into that in more detail and depth somewhere down the road. But Paul is reminding those Gentile Christians, at one time, you were without Christ. You were without God. And therefore, you had no hope. No hope. Now, the contrast is in the very next verse. But now, see, that's the way you were before you became Christians. But now, in Christ Jesus... You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Oh, what a difference in their reality. They had been living their lives not just outside of Christ, but without God. And without God, there is no real hope. It doesn't matter what atheists will tell you or skeptics or agnostics will try to get you to believe. It doesn't matter what someone who is oh, kind of on the borders of whether I really believe totally, fully in God or whether I really accept the Bible as being his word or not or completely believe in his word being inerrant. No, it's, no matter what people will tell you, no matter what people who are living worldly lives and trying to push God out of their mind, even if they say, oh, I believe in God and I believe in Jesus, but they don't have any time for him. They're not really in their thoughts. No matter what they'll tell you, a life that is lived outside of God and outside of Christ is a life of hopelessness. And so we've asked the question, are you ready to come out of hopelessness and into the real hope that God offers? A life lived outside of Christ is a life lived without hope. It is a hopeless existence. Again, no matter what somebody else will tell you, and they can say, oh, I have hope. I have hope of this or that or that. Well, yeah, but you're talking about hope within the ways of the world. We're talking about the real ultimate hope that humanity can only find in Christ, and that's the hope of eternal life in heaven. 
And if we miss heaven, and I've taught this for decades, if we don't get to heaven, our life has been an utter failure. I'll say that again. If we do not get to heaven, our life will have been an utter failure. Our only real hope is in God through Jesus Christ. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 1, the Apostle Paul introduced himself in that particular, the beginning of that letter, to Timothy, his co-worker. He identified himself as the writer of that, of that particular letter. Now, of course, God was the author, and, and Paul was simply the penman. But he began that letter in chapter 1 and verse 1, saying, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, our hope. Jesus Christ is our hope, our only real hope. In Colossians 1 and verse 27, the Apostle Paul wrote this, To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The hope of glory. We hear a lot about glory in our culture today, don't we? We talk about people who have succeeded in business and, and oh my, they, they are at the top of their fields or top of their professions or top of their disciplines in life. And they're receiving glory, accolades from men, maybe having write-ups about them in newspapers and news accounts and interviews on television and so on. We see the same thing perhaps on a heightened scale among professional athletes and all oh, the glory they receive when they achieve something. They, they are successful at some particular endeavor athletically and the, the crowds cheer and they stand and give them ovations and they glorify those athletes. Well, all of that is glory that is connected with this world and the ways of this world. And some of that's fine. It's okay. But we need to understand always that anything that is truly good in our life is a blessing from God. James 1 and verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. So if we have been blessed with some particular ability, whether it is academically or professionally or athletically, then those are blessings from God. And we need to always maintain the mindset, thank you for your encouragement, people, but what I have been able to do is a blessing from God, and he gets the ultimate glory. All glory, honor, and praise go to him, ultimately. So Colossians 1 and verse 27, to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We're talking about a glory that is far beyond anything this world has to offer. I want us to go a little further, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 3. And here the Apostle Paul writing again, and he says, Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. We need to have patience as we live our lives in a positive hope. And that hope ultimately is in Christ. And that's the only hope that we can really grab onto 
and that can really give us the patience of hope that we really need to get through this life successfully and well. We'll dig a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray now. Father, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for sending us your son to that cross to die on our behalf, to pay the price for the guilt of our sins, that through him we could have real hope of forgiveness and salvation first, but of eternal life ultimately in heaven with you, and that we could live this life encouraged because we have grabbed on to that ultimate hope. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father. Please forgive us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.